Hello and welcome to Jen's XYZ Podcast. This space is created for the ethnical, diverse content creator to discuss generational challenges, rivals, and breakdowns. It is a safe space for their voices to vibrate and collaborate while bridging the generational gap with engaging dialogues and controversial topics, music, politics, religion, business, relationships, mental health, and social justices and equalities. We plan to have real talk that will transform lives. So join us. I'm your host, Denise Hanks and Lawrence, joined by Kelly, Danielle, Rachel, and Robin. Jen's XYZ Podcast. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome back to Jen's XYZ Podcast. My name is Danielle and I'm here with our lovely co-hosts. Rachel, Kelly, Robin, and Miss Denise. And we're here to give you another lovely episode of our discussions about culture and our traditions. And today we're going to be talking about what's been happening in Jamaica recently. Um, we're going to be talking about domestic violence, issues that, that face women as it concerns gender-based violence and just some recent happenings and how we can protect ourselves as women into this society. And that is the sad part of it, that we have to prepare ourselves to be in this situation. That's the sad mm-hmm. part. Yeah. Because I have And you to know, walk- Danielle, mm-hmm. yeah, I was going to say, and you know, as you say that, like p- preparing, preparing yourselves, I can say out here in um, the DC, Maryland and Virginia area, human trafficking is a huge thing huge thing and I know it happens in other parts of the world but it's a huge thing even still though like with my I'm not going into detail but even with my own experience my mama is a true mama bear like my whole family just not just my mom my my uncle like I call him crazy like I remember when I was younger he used to say any man any boy Tell them I have my cutlass in my nine. Like that's how he's been about me. <laughs> no man, you said that's my boy. Am I gonna stop up study? Right. No, it's real. No, it's too dainty, right? How should she have said it, Dania? How should she say? Any man, any boy. I'm sorry. Okay, can I like can I record your voice and put it as my ringtone? <laughs> but you know i'm toning it all the way down the way he said it was co- the more mm-hmm. like you but in the man deep voice but <laughs> no it's not but it's real and then my experience was with a family friend like literally almost not just family friend could have been family legally thank god that didn't go through but also on top of that, the victim blaming, and then there's the, why didn't you say something then? Why are you saying something now? I'm almost 30. I, have, I wasn't able to tell my mom until two years, no, not last year, the year before wow. last year. Wow. That's when I was finally able to tell her. And I couldn't, I couldn't look her in the eye and say, I, had to, I was like, don't look at me. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to tell you. And because I just knew what her reaction would be. And Mm -hmm. that was part of why I didn't say anything for such a long time. And also for the fact that I was afraid that something, because like I said, my family's crazy. I was afraid something 
that they would go do something and then what happened? I don't have them no more. Or on top of that, because I was so young when it happened, I remembered at the time, but then also on top of that, your brain to protect you, oh, you forget yeah, stuff. You forget those, yes, yeah. that's true. And yeah. I was a happy child, but at the same time, I was angry a lot, but I didn't know why <laughs> until mm-hmm. I got older. And it really didn't trigger yeah. back until I got to college. Because that was the first time I was away for so long. Then I started having dreams. And I was like, why am I having these dreams? But it was just mm-hmm. memories coming back. Because the stress from being away from home and all that stuff. And I was like, I already had insomnia. But the insomnia got worse. No, um, you know, I've heard stories. And it's usually, um, some even even like you were saying, Robin, a family friend. Someone and and that individual go through it and she's not able to talk it because now everybody's like, but everybody's always honoring this person. Like we talk so great about this one. So how can I go to you and tell Mm -hmm. you now that Mm -hmm. that same person you're elevating, that same person you have on a pedestal, the same person that you Mm -hmm. depend on everything in the house, the same person you depend on to help pay the bills, the same person you help to do that. That's the one that, um, nah, we can't do that. No, you lying. Uh, But yeah, to be honest, I questioned myself because like I said, it came back. In, in as dreams the memories so I questioned myself like but why would that happen to me but it was like so vivid like I'd wake up crying I remember like trying to wake me up like you're crying in your sleep really needed to know was wrong so I had to explain so I was just like jeez mm. and then um I remember before that instance happened, I unfortunately uh, I had visited home and I saw the person at mm. church. Mm. And like when I say a cold chill went down my whole body, I just froze in this hope that he didn't see me because I was just like, I don't. That's when I knew for a fact that it was real because I'm just like, why would I just involuntarily react like that and I was just like yeah God knew what he was doing when he didn't let that whole become a family thing happen because God knows what would happen if and you see what you just said you said the key thing that you said it happened and supposed to be a safe right Mm -hmm. safe space supposed to be your home the safe Mm -hmm. space to be family safe space supposed to be church right and yet still that violation what is it that caused these men, and, and like we said, we know that men go through too as well. So, you know, we wouldn't talk about that, but we're talking about women today. What is it that caused these men? And for me, I think it starts from the beginning. Say, for example, uh, um, pre-K kids or kindergarten kids, and they're playing around and a boy's hitting a girl. He's hitting a girl. He's hitting the girl. The narrative that they go home with is, oh, he's just hitting you because he likes you. No, mm-hmm. he's no. hitting me. He's abusing me. He's hitting. He should not be hitting, period. But we make it slide by and we tell the woman, oh, it's because he likes you. So then when she goes into a relationship now and this man is abusing her and he's hitting her and he said, it's because I love you. Why I hit you? You Mm -hmm. caused me to do that. Mm -hmm. She believes that because that narrative was already sown. That seed of thought was already sown from an early age, telling her Mm -hmm. it was okay for 
whether it's a cousin or a friend or a classmate to hit her who's a male. So then she grows up and thinking that it's okay. So when her man starts abusing her and physically abusing her and tell her, you made me upset and because I love you while I'm doing this, she takes it. Yep. And we wonder, we sit here and we on the outside judge and we're like, oh, why didn't she just leave? Well, you're not in there. You don't know where her capacity is, where her mindset is. The Stockholm syndrome is real, very real too. Man. Another reason why a lot of these women, as you said, it really comes back to socialization and how we are socialized from an early age that really dictates how we live our lives and then how we also treat how we socialize our children. So a lot of women, um, when their children come out and say, stepfather, uncle, father, the this and that, because, yes, because they know them as the provider and the one that takes care of the bills and they are not independent women, they now say, well, we can't really go nowhere because... Mm. You know, I everything and, you know, there's no, there's not much of an option for me as to leave. So I could just hush this little thing. Is that and it. also they just like, and my man could just happen. never. What you mean your man could just never? Exactly. That's your child. Exactly. Why would your child lie about that? Your exactly. child so over don't the man the always. Then, exactly. They don't believe the children. And then they make excuses for the man. That is one mm. problem. And I just want to go back to something that Rachel said earlier about human trafficking. It's very prevalent in Jamaica as well. What? Mm. There's no, there's no, there is no way that all these girls can be going missing. What I always say. Africa too, say. actually. Jamaica? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was there. Everybody in Jamaica say. Oh, the place is smaller. Everybody know everybody. Yes, still, when somebody missing, all of a sudden, nobody know nobody. Nobody can't find nobody. Mm. And the place is small. It's mm. not at all. Even like this girl that was missing. Um, it's been about a year and a couple of months. Um, her name was Jasmine. And she was a university student. She was actually, I think she's like partially blind as well. If not partially blind, fully blind. And she's coming from school and they abducted her in the taxi and then some something did happen where they stole her card and then the guy, the man was using her card in the ATM. So, you know, the ATM took a picture of him and whatever. And then after that, the whole trail of where she, wa- where she was disappeared. All of a sudden, nobody don't know where she is. We don't know if she's dead or alive to this day. And it's, that, it's like that for thousands of girls. A lot of these persons who are in authority, police, Government mm-hmm. officials they know, and not only do they know, but they are involved. And not mm-hmm. only yep. are they involved, not only are they involved, they're but they profit. Mm-hmm. Yep. They profit. Yep. yep. I mean, not talk profit in terms of in terms of oh, you know, you know, I am part of it. I am no. not nobody. Um, big time. Profit big time. Financially. Sometimes mm-hmm. when girls go to report the fact that they were raped, they get raped by police officers as well. Mm-hmm. So they're reporting the rape officers. and they're being raped again. Exactly. Of the course. same police officers who they go to to report that they have been raped, they get raped by them. 
Mm, and then uh, then they wonder why nobody says anything why you wait so long because we're big victim blamed on top of that Mm -hmm. it's always the defense of the man like why you didn't do this or what did you do to him to make him want to exactly i was going home what do you mean (laughs) what was i doing to him i didn't even know he was half the times they didn't even know they were there and you're getting attacked out of nowhere or it's supposed to be somebody you trust like um or you're going to work and you're or you're going to work and you're walking and you this person has been watching you and i i speak firmly on this because i even like as an adult and um you know even when i'm when i'd be coming in or leaving out in the evening and it's dark like i'm looking over my shoulder before I go in my car I'm looking to see if someone was following me upstairs because you just don't ever know like thankfully now that know. I work uh, now I work inside the house but before yeah because I work my shift is 1 30 to 12 o'clock at night so I'm walking home past 12 o'clock so I would I'd be on the phone with somebody but I'm also looking every yeah. single where because and I don't, don't go you, you nowhere don't without know. my knife I have my knife with me at all times. I'm not playing. Pepper spray, not enough. You were going home wounded. Pepper spray will go away eventually. You will remember me forever. I wish you would try. Something's going to get stabbed. And we're back. Thank you for continuing listening as we continue our conversation on gender violence, violence against women. I'm not playing. pepper spray not enough you were going home wounded pepper spray will go away eventually you will remember me forever i wish you would try something's gonna get stabbed i'm not playing (laughs) (laughs) it's sad sad because i mean because you've been there done that you've had that you know that near miss experience or that experience itself or just the fact that the culture makes you feel so unsafe that you're like you know i have to take matters in my own hands and it happens mm-hmm. in so many places, even in churches. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Unfortunately, it's, unfortunately. it's in the churches. You heard me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said it. I said it. You understand? And mm-hmm. they're the ones that, oh, we don't want to report it because it's going to look bad for this. It's going to look bad. I don't care. Why don't everybody in church is a Christian? What did that I say that speak about the same person in the church? Not everybody yeah. they was is a Christian. Exactly. Just because they, they claim to be don't mean they are. Look at Trump. Yep. Trump claimed to be, and he couldn't even pronounce Corinthians. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I even think about like children. <laughs> I, I never know like, where our conversations children. are going. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but that's okay. one of the things they give us a bad name because they claim yeah. Christianity, but they're not really Christians. Like they're God would Christians. never. Yeah. Yeah. I know what is the worst part but, in these discussions. Whenever we have discussions about, as I was saying, I think it was last week I was talking about abortion. And yes. when we have those discussions, the church is loud. Ooh. Oh, you're killing a child, blah, blah, blah. But okay, but I was raped to have this child. Rape. What you want me to do? Mm-hmm. When, we talk, yeah. when we're talking about incest, when we're talking about these things, they are very silent. And you know what's the worst thing? When... They post when non-Christians post on social media and say the church is silent. The church is silent. I can't even disagree as a Christian. Wow, that's a true. I can't even disagree because it is true. You see, when abortion and and and, and um 
other other topics are discussed. So many leaders coming out. Same marriage. Oh yeah. But, oh yeah. So it's not of God. They come and, on. And, yes, yes. Oh, don't even. So that's yes. the hot topic this week. Well, nah. And and people oh, and Jesus. people notice it and they do say these things. They said that the only thing that we for church people is LGBT rights mm-hmm, and abortion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing you hear the church true. talking. Mm-hmm. But you don't hear true. them same ones. The same ones that are so loud about that is doing fornication or they stepping out on their marriage mm-hmm. or they robbing people or, or they coveting racist. or that too and then <laughs> they try to use the bible and to justify right and this piece is like you know how the verses are set up it's not half the time it's not even a full sentence they using half a sentence to justify what is going on like no 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 yes, you have to remember that where women are concerned the old church religion thought of them the same way as how they are thinking of us now. Think about yep. it. It started also in the church, you know, where they felt like women were insignificant. So whatever and you property get, what and you what you get. you're mm-hmm. a property, you know, whatever you get is what you get. And so that narrative continues. So it's not, it's not mm-hmm. surprised that it continues in just in every aspect, every sphere. It's a societal, it's a societal perspective. That, yeah. That's the problem. And I feel like until it's really um, forwardly addressed and constantly spoken about, and when you see it, you call it out, like that's really what it boils down to. It's on all levels. It shouldn't be like that. You should be like, as a woman, from the time you're born to the day you die, you should not be worried about these kind of things. Like your whole entire mm-hmm. life, you're worried about it. Why? Mm-hmm. And it don't matter black white spanish indian polka dot fat skinny because that's the other thing they be like oh i'm not even attracted to that type of person then how come mm. listen <laughs> <laughs> clearly this is a touchy uh, it's a tough topic guys I think, it's just... all, I think we're all very touchy on this one it's like yeah mm, there are different areas so danielle um this, it mean, it's like, I, I'm really surprised though, because I wouldn't say shock, but it's just, I'm like things that happened when I was younger, I didn't expect it to be continuing now. So you know, when you just shared those stories today, you know, great topic, great conversation. It's just like, wow. History yeah. can keep repeating itself until it's, it's actually addressed. That is the biggest problem that we have right now, because a lot of these issues, the reason why they are allowed to continue is because no one addresses it when it happens. They always wait until it's either too late for one person or they just keep brushing it off, brushing it off, brushing it off until it becomes an even bigger issue. So that's why even now in Jamaica, we're still having the same problems 30 years later because it was not addressed 30 years ago. And that cycle was not broken 30 years ago. So the same thing is happening and the same thing might even, well, I know, I for one will not allow it to happen. And I know that there are persons in my age group who share the same sentiment. We are very, um, I've heard that Gen Z is the rebellious set. The ones that, even when you look at um, how, Young people 
have really stood up in the past, I'm going to say two years specifically, because I'm thinking about the, from when Black, Black Lives Matter came up in 2020, when it was George Floyd's death, yeah. and just how much traction they were able to gain through social media to organize these marches. A lot of them were organized by persons who are my age. A lot of the persons who were participating in these marches were children, you know? So I can see my generation being that set of people who are not going to allow women to continue to be devalued. We're going to call out these perpetrators. We're going to put a stop and even call these government officials because you have a lot of these women go into government and they say that they want to change this and change that. But when they reach up there, they're fraternizing with the same men who have been outed as sexual assaults, um, assaulters, and, you know, are around with persons don't have the, the country's best interest in heart. And it's like, what to the promises that you gave us? Wow. You know? So it's now our responsibility to take these things um, and tear them down because they are very big issues and they are stopping our growth. One last thing, one last thing, and then I'm I'm done. Um, I think the other thing people are going to do is to try and downplay what we've been seeing. Also, is the false uh, accusations that happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which for someone who's been through it, it's very, very, very annoying because it's just like that's another reason why people don't step forward and yep. then nobody's going to believe us that the people that it actually happens to because it's just like oh so and so just blamed that guy over there and that wasn't true and now he's in jail for however uh, and it's also a race thing because so and so if he was white he get a slap on the wrist and Come on, so uh, yep. I think that we shouldn't allow the handful of false accusations to downplay the seriousness of what actually happened. And I totally agree because when you think about all the obstacles that women and even men, you know, men, and just because it's such a less prevalent issue in men, it's even more scrutinized. And less defined. So like men don't even know when they've been sexually assaulted most times. Yeah, but just to bring everything together, um, when we talk about women and the obstacles that we have to face on a daily basis, it comes right back to having to ensure our own safety because other persons are out to get us. Not knowing who to trust because you're going to end up, you might end up trusting the wrong person. And the same situation that you've been killing out yourself to avoid, you end up going right into it because you're trusting the wrong person. And then even when it's with persons that you trust, you still have to be wary. And then when you report these incidents, it's not believed. The first thing they try to do is discredit you. She's lying. This person would never do that. And then when you talk about obstacles that we have to face, even the persons who make it even worse for women with the false allegations, right? So it's all a big cycle of just women having to jump through these hurdles every single day. And it should not be so. 
So that's something that we definitely need to change within our society. And personally, I believe that change begins with me. And if everyone is to say that change begins with me, then the change will actually happen. Because people keep looking to other persons for the change when they right. can be the change in their own little space. If everyone become, if everybody change, the whole world are gonna change. True. So that's what that's really what we need to focus on doing. And I feel like conversations like these are definitely very important to have. We need to have more of these conversations with men because women know, but a lot of men don't know. A lot of men think that cat calling is okay, and that's where it starts. Listen, don't even talk about that. That's a whole other... When I start, no. <laughs> Listen, At least you get names. Too. I get the, the cat calls, like literal cat calls, the sh- 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 foolishness. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Bibs, Empress. That too. Goddess. Yeah. That's Browning. 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 That's my, <laughs> my Nubian queen, leave me Listen. alone. Listen, why are you not I smiling because i don't want to and you not in your face don't make me want to smile when them so leave me here. alone see y'all oh. making the pot, pot talk come out a little bit we, we need we, to we go are, we gotta close we need to wrap this up so in anybody with any last statement before daniel wrap us up anyone anybody else have anybody one second time. one second last statement guys one second kelly come we on. gotta close we gotta close we gotta close <laughs> <laughs> the statement I have to say is this is an ongoing conversation. Um, I feel like it's going to come up a lot yeah. um, in different in different uh, podcasts that we do because it's so prevalent in our lives and has shaped us to be who we are as women today. And I think it's great that we're talking about it and pray, we're just praying to God that um, the generations coming up including millennials hopefully, and Denise's generation that um, we actually put our foot down and make things happen. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. Ooh, it's going to uh-huh. be a fight. It's yeah. a fight and it, uh-huh. it's so hard and it's like you want to give up and just be like, whatever. Um, but if we have each other, you know, and if we listen to people's stories and, um, you know, it'll give us the fuel we need to keep going and to keep fighting this just disgusting disease um that this world likes to accept yeah mm-hmm. i think the last thing i'll say is that um the biggest piece is awareness that's the biggest yep. piece the more you educate the more change you can cause to happen and I, that's all i can say yeah, and I know we focus mostly on America and Jamaica, but it literally happens everywhere, like everywhere, Africa, Europe, even places in Asia like India where they throw acid in women's faces, stuff like that happens all the time. So like, it's this is a global conversation, not just a us conversation, like every woman has experienced some form of something whether not just sexual it could also be um physical abuse as well emotional abuse just because we said no (laughs) and we had the right to say no because it's our body i mean for me um you know i'm so proud of you guys i'm so proud i'm glad we having this conversation i'm glad you guys were not afraid to go into it 
and really dig into it. And I know if we had more time, which <laughs> we seem to never have when we're doing these things. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Let's look at it. The fact that we have a woman's history, it shows you where women are struggling from, right? How far we're coming from. We're still considered minority, you know, mm-hmm. business and you're saying, okay, small business, you know, usually say, okay, because you're black, you're minority, but also being a woman, you're classified as minority. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to this whole societal thing and how long has it been, you know, but the fact that they did it, they fought back then it took them a long time, but we can still even have some kind of a, a lead way we can vote. We can do this. You know what I mean? So it's about us continuing that fight. Like Danielle said, okay, my generation is going to make it happen. But, but yeah, you're right. So if we can continue to educate, if we can continue to be vocal, if we can continue to show up and not be afraid and, and, and to show up, even if we're going to be criticized, judged or blamed or whatever, but to show up so that we can then leave that sense of legacy to the next generation coming up, right? Because if, if the Gen X is going to show up and they're going to come up with um, their fists and their everything and they're showing up with their cameras and, oh, we're not taking this. Oh, I'm playing this out so everybody can see it. We don't know what the next generation is going to do, right? But we have to then set that trend. So, you know, while we're here, we're saying we wish it would be more than just, it's because someone fought and they fought this way. So I appreciate them for fighting and I'm willing to do what I can do so that the next generation can come out and do what they have to do. So I'm really glad to be a part of this conversation. And I totally agree. And to sum everything up, I am very happy that I could have been a part of this this discussion. And, you know, even though it's so devastating to know that most times these conversations only come up when a woman becomes a hashtag or she dies or something, you know, something very tragic happens. Um, I'm very happy that we're still having these discussions. And I really hope that, especially amongst my age group, that we are able to not just talk about it for one week and then that's it, but that we're able to actually put things in place, change some legislation, you know, actually do something to make a difference. So that's something that I'm committed to. Um, Personally, I'm a part of a children's advocacy nonprofit organization. And that's something that we really do. I'm the vice president, just saying, yeah. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, just saying. Just, just, just throwing that in there, you know, shameless self-plug. Yeah, just throwing that in there. But yeah, that's something that we are committed to doing, you know, rebuilding our communities. Because a lot of times, our, 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 the, the, the units, you know, what builds us up, our family and our communities, they are neglected. Yeah. And it's very, very unfortunate that 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 happens. But I'm very happy that we can have this discussion and we can share it and even raise awareness because that is the main thing, you know, raising awareness on these topics. So if, you know, we thank you all for joining on this discussion, listening, and hopefully you will be inclined to share your thoughts, your views, your opinions. You can always leave us a message on our Instagram or Twitter, or, or Facebook at Jen's XYZ Podcast. You can send us an email if you have any stories that you feel free to share. You can send us an email at Jen's XYZ Podcast at gmail.com. Or 
you can send us a voice note, you know, tell us, you can actually tell us your stories or tell us how you feel, tell us how you've been advocating for change and how we can even join in on the advocacy. So we do appreciate you all and we thank you for listening and we hope that you'll catch us next week when we dive into another wonderful topic. So thank you all for joining and we'll catch you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for listening.